Hey, Andrew. Hey, what's up, Riley? Uh, do you want to make a podcast? Uh, sure, but what would we do it about? Uh, I have an idea for a podcast. I don't have a lot of it yet. I have the kind of crux here. And it's, you know how we both play that game Battletech a lot? We do. Uh, we, we have both been known to Battletech, yes. You, you know how the lore is boring and I don't care about it? I don't know anything about the lore. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. exactly right. What if, what if we just... It, and we won't this is not a podcast where we learn the lore no 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 no. quite the opposite i refuse what if we just we rewrite everything using the words we know and just at the end we'll hand it to another battle to a person who knows BattleTech, and we'll go here you go and they'll go this is nothing nothing in this is correct and we'll go good this is better okay it's, so i'm gonna i've got a notepad here uh-huh riley i want you to tell me a word that you know about BattleTech. star league Okay, Star League. Mm-hmm. I know we know the Argo is an old Star League ship, um, and we know that the Star League doesn't exist anymore. We know that. We know that uh, the Mjolder, Mjolderborn, our cool robot friend, okay, is 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 a old Star League AI. So clearly, it's a fallen civilization, right? Sure, that sounds right. Do we think it's like an Atlantis situation where like a planet disappeared or like they're just you're, like you're going too deep on the two words that we know. I need you to hit me with words. Oh, I need you you need more words. I understand. I understand. Uh so we know Mech Warrior. We know Gladiators. We know that there is a thing called Comstar. Right. We know that... I know that there's an uh, LRM. Mm-hmm. It's a long range oh, missile. I know that there is a... Uh, who are some of the people that we've taken jobs from? Pirates. Pirates. Review board. T- Toronto? Toronto? Like Canada? Toronto. Yeah. Um, Orano? Oregano? Mm-hmm. Does... Um, does, does the word... Steiner mean anything? It does now. That's the guy from Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, yeah, that's a wrestler. He's the one that does the good math. So, All right. so looking looking at these. Yeah, looking at my list, I've got uh, Star League, and then it's crossed out because uh, they don't matter anymore. I've got Mech <laughs> Apostrophe Warrior. I've mm-hmm. got Gladiator, Pirates, Toronto, Oregano, LRM, and Final Fantasy IX. Riley, this is a backwards pitch for you to make me play interstitial with you. Ah, see, and now we've done it. Welcome to our new interstitial campaign, where Andrew and I will slowly be right. Welcome to season three of If Not Us, Then Who? (laughs) Where we rewrite the entire Battletech universe using a card game. 
Ooh. A, a card game? Do we do, do, do we play? We're playing Lancer. <laughs> do we? Not, oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say, do you not play? Riley, I have a. I, Riley, I got a confession. No, I did not listen I'm, to your actual play show oh, for reasons I outlined. Another. Do it's Star Wars and it's actual play. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. do you not do the card game anymore? Uh, no, we did that for the first season, and then I was like, I don't want to play the card game for the second season because I want to play the Star Wars one really bad. Oh, um, and so now it's a. Uh, if not us, then who? A fan fiction inspired actual play podcast where we take stories corporations own and tell better stories with them. Because if we don't, who will? So and that's the if not us, then who? We're taking the name. We kept the name, kept the feed. Okay, so it's no longer named after the card game that you made. Well, it is still named after the card game. It is just like taken on a new shape. Okay. Uh, hey, Riley, I got a pitch for you. Yeah, is it about finding a publicist who will do make better SEO decisions than I do? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's a tweet I just sent you. It's in our Discord chat. Uh, it's a picture, and it says, here's the Animaniacs witnessing the birth of Christ. Um, and it's a screenshot from an episode where you got uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, because I can't remember the names of these little kids. Uh, I think it's Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and they're hanging out with um, they're hanging out with Joseph and Mary and a little bundle in a in a hay thing, which could be a baby, I assume. Um, mm-hmm. I got a pitch to you, Riley. Um, yeah, I know that this isn't the only TV show that's ever uh, had their characters become involved with the birth of the Lord. Yeah, like Forrest Gump. For yeah, like Forrest Gump. Um, <laughs> What do you say we do a podcast where we rate and review and figure out the logistics of the true canon nativity where all of these characters were involved? <laughs> so every every time someone has witnessed the birth of Christ, it is canon. Absolutely. Is... <laughs> I well, I'm my first here. My first blush thoughts. My first my first thoughts. A. How many times outside of the 90s did a cartoon character witness the birth of Christ? Two. Go ahead. What what are they? Because I need I need we need to know because I want to start breaking this down. Because obviously we see right there that um fucking uh Raph, Leo, and Donnie are like seeing like baby is there. They're coming to visit. Like it is like the same night, but like the whole the whole birthering is already done okay i am they're coming in late on the timeline i found something okay i'm breaking this wide open yes yes crack open this cold one so i uh i did a google search for characters witnessing the birth of christ and the problem is that most things are just about like talking about the the actual canon nativity of jesus um Mm -hmm. but i did find a the thing and ghost rider crossover comic where they have also witnessed the birth of christ so when were they there let's see they apparently beat up the wise men and then went and met jesus wait why'd they make ben see jesus he's jewish i look i'm not here to answer these questions i'm just here to present the facts canonically ghost rider the thing and the Animaniacs have met have met baby Jesus. And called the wise guy. We need to be able to reconcile that together. I got another pitch for you. Yeah. Uh, Logan Jenkins writes in and uh, is very dangerously close to catching the block. 
because uh, they sent in what I think is a title and a pitch. It's close enough, but uh, they sent in only '90s kids will remember: colon a horror podcast. Ooh, that is interesting. So the idea is that only if you were born in the '90s, only if you reached adolescence in the '90s, will you have memory. That period is empty for everyone else. Yeah? Is that what I'm reading? You mean that only 90s kids can do the act of remembering? Remembering the 90s, specifically. Everyone else sure, goes sure, sure. from 89, we jumped to the year 2000. But, like, you don't address it. You know, it's not like a, oh, my God, where are my memories? It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a, oh, yeah, uh, something happened. I don't know. The Kennedys. Uh. At one at one point, um, the the main one person says, uh, "Hey, like you know, like uh, like cat dog," <laughs> and uh, so exactly, someone goes, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And they go, "You know, like cat dog," and then they Google search and cat Nothing. dog is gone. Not there. Not there. It seems like the only record of the '90s ever happening were in the heads of '90s kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a group hallucination, and you know what? Then we pan out over the world. There are flying cars, clean energy, world peace. If the 90s <laughs> didn't exist, the world would be a better place. Yeah, I think the true horror of only 90s kids remembering is like, here's the scary thing. We're going to get caught in an endless nostalgia loop where instead of anything happening, we're just going to reboot things repeatedly from the mm-hmm. 80s because you kind of remember it from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what if so okay hold on a second pros and cons list andrew what's a good okay. thing from the 90s uh you and i are we from the 90s i guess yeah when were you born all right 93 yeah 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 yeah, yeah we're both okay so andrew and riley go under pros. not used to learning i'm older than people that was weird <laughs> what's what's what are, what's on the cons list for the 90s here let's think of a bad thing that happened in the 90s um operation desert storm <laughs> Sure. Okay, that goes in the cons column. <laughs> to the cons column. Um, another pro, uh, I think Power Rangers is pretty neat. Okay. Um, in the cons, I will put Cat Dog. And I, I will put Cat Dog. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Cat Dog. Uh, mm-hmm. oof. I'll put Hey Arnold. I'll put Ah uh, Real Monsters. Uh, I'll just put cartoon programming in in the negatives, and then we'll have an asterisk, and I'll say excluding, and then whatever we think is good can stay in the. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I mean, only '90s kids know how good those were. <laughs> I know, and exactly, and it's because they are clowns. <laughs> uh huh. Um, what's grunge good in music? the '90s? I'd grunge say music? Uh, is grunge music good. Uh yes. I mean, yes, but also like, imagine all the people you'll never have to hear talk about like how good Nirvana is. Ooh, ooh. Imagine I think never I, I will say I will Pearl say Jam I song again. Okay, look, I I need you to settle down. Um, mm. We're here to make jokes, not be mean. <laughs> <laughs> I also like grunge music. I'm just also like taking myself and apparently you as well in <laughs> and thinking about then every grunge like people I have known in my life who have liked grunge and fi- making a mini pros and cons list in my head. And I tell you, that cons list is big. Look, I got to tell you, I will take anyone that overly enthusiastically defends grunge and like 90s music, like uh, Sublime. Like, 
I will take and, and Limp Biscuit. Okay, I I know that like I'm casting a net to get to the bottom depths that I can, but like mm-hmm. I will gladly take anyone defending that over yet another think piece about how good the Beatles are. That's true. That's true. I agree with that. I agree with that. So what we're saying is we need think pieces about how good Limp Biscuit is. Okay, so uh, Stephen Moore writes in with the idea, a podcast ranking every Digimon ever. Mm. Perhaps the greatest idea for a podcast? That's Chimps in the Making, so... The most uh, digital idea of a podcast of all time. So how many Digimon are there? I have no idea. I will have an answer. 1,400. Okay, I'm actually kind of surprised there are more Digimon than there are Pokemon. Random Digimon. Okay, I'm I'm clicked. I'm clicking a random Digimon picker. It's that way I can just get two random po- Digimon. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll just open up the Digimon wiki. Do they have a random article? Control. Ooh, random. I'm gonna put in. Uh, there is there's a punishment in uh in this, which is that if you ever accidentally refer to them as a Pokemon, like I heard you just do, <laughs> uh, you lose two points. Oh, ooh, okay. We'll right. figure out what points are for later. Points are points are for saving our uh, other like for for protecting future Digimon. Mm-hmm. For because we we get to bank points and it takes a point to uh, vote for a Digimon. So first, I have Eldoradimon, which looks like Eldorado, but as a, as a digital monster. Okay, and, and it's like the, a big old turtle. It's a big turtle. It's got like big old legs. And the second Digimon here on our list is Vmon. Who's this? Oh, from the second season. Probably. <laughs> uh, I think the so, turtle's better. Uh, so so do you want me to read their 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 digital entries here? Nope. Yep, yep. I I like Vmon more. Is the problem. Okay, well, you already lost a point for calling it a Digimon, so That's true. so uh, my turtle Digimon wins. Great, we can knock this out in an afternoon. Yeah, yeah, pound this right out. Uh, I have a suggestion here from what you got uh, from Alex at Cello Buster, a podcast which is the casting process for a different podcast. Each episode features a guest who is auditioning for a permanent host spot, and at the end of one year, you select the three best candidates to work together on a yet-to-be-made show. So, here's this thing, Andrew. You know how fun it is to interview someone for a job? Mm-hmm. Or to be interviewed for a job? I, I actually like interviewing people for jobs. I also, I've only been able to do it once or twice, and it is, like, genuinely, uh-huh. like, oh, like, I get to find out if this person's a good fit or not. Like, it's a genuinely good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're already the perfect fits for this. You and I are interviewing a huge pool of candidates. And okay. we do this once every two weeks. Um, and then, like, we do that for... How many weeks are in a year? 52? What's 52. half of 52? 26? We, for 26 weeks, we are... so I guess, And then half of that, because we're doing it every other week. So 13 weeks, we are building our pool. And then, for the next 13 weeks, we are whittling it down. We are whittling it down to You're- three people who will then host a show together. And it will be the best show, because we have assembled our dream team. So we are we're 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 interviewing people. They're doing a guest spot on a podcast. We don't know what the final show is going to be. No, I assume no, no. they don't know what the final show is going to be either. Also true. So this is just they come in and we say, "Hey, pitch us on why you should host a podcast." 
I mean, that could be your interview question. Yeah, I'll ask, like, in podcasting before, what's been an episode that you wish you could have done better? No, no, no. I, but I mean, like, they are pitching us on the concept of them as a co-host for yes. anything. Well, yes, yes, yes. But I, I, my, that, that, they, they are doing that. But my view on, like, how I'm interviewing this person is I want to know how they've handled podcast adversity in the podcast workplace before. Ah, Okay. Uh, what are your pod? What are your weaknesses as a podcaster? And uh, mm-hmm. can I tell you a secret, Riley? Yeah, yeah. The 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 secret to this question is that they should list off weaknesses that are actually their strengths. Like okay. I like editing too much, or um, <laughs> sometimes I over enunciate while I talk and make it incredibly easy for people to understand what it is that I'm saying. Sometimes when I'm recording, I've turned off all my air conditioning and closed the windows and kind of like put a blanket over me and the microphone so that way I can mm-hmm. just kind of muffle any sound or echo that would come in. And it's just, it's t- so clear, but I get so sweaty. But I mean, it's good for the podcast, so I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I care too much about uh, getting a diversity of uh, advertisement out on a variety of platforms. I just, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy social media too much. We're we're getting a check sometime soon, right? <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs> I've checked people... my mailbox and nothing's come in yet. I know. Again, to a reminder, if you make a podcast from any of our suggestions, you do owe us 5% uh-huh. of your Patreon. And followers, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your followers have to come listen to the podcast ones, too. All right. I've seen, I've checked my Facebook. I've got uh, 12 people following. Uh, two of you. I'm going to pick Joe and Steve. Y'all got to go listen to the uh, the podcast uh-huh. minds now. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. That's just the. That's just mm-hmm. what I sold. Simply the payment. Um Andrew, I have a suggestion here for my good friend, Sarah McClintlock, Sarah McCostumes. Well, I, I kind of want to oh. stay on this for a minute. Okay, okay. Um, because how... Do we need to figure out now what that podcast that in the end is? I don't think so, right? That's half the fun of it, is winging it. Like, you, you're... When you are, I assume, do, doing a job interview, they are interviewing you for a position... And then those responsibilities will probably change immediately, right? As you are thrust into more things. And so what bigger responsibility could we have than saying, we are hiring you to do a hosting job? And they go, cool, what is that thing? And then we go, that is, unfortunately, we can only tell people who are, you know, once they're here, we can let them know. But it's kind of a, you know, it's secrecy and all that. And they go, okay, yes, 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 I understand. We go, thank you, thank you. And we don't know what it is. So we get we get three people. We eventually hire them, and they say, "Hey, I'm excited to be the host of this, but mm-hmm. what am I the host of?" And we say, "Well, actually, uh, day one, we're going to sit you down in the studio. Mm-hmm. You're going to open up an envelope and pull out a card, and on yep. it, it's going to say uh, a gaming podcast." And then they'll say, "Oh, okay. Now I guess we have to talk into the mic about this. Uh, I guess yes. we'll start." Yeah, because that's the second season, right? The second season is figuring out what the show is. We've established the team. But we don't have we we have the paints and the paint brushes, but we don't know how to mix them. We don't know what we're painting yet, Andrew. Are you saying That's we leave it to two. them to come up with the idea for the podcast? No, no, no. Thank no. God, Every week, we're the bosses. They, we know what's best for the workers. Exactly. Every day they walk into the podcast studio and they have an envelope there on the table and they have to open it up. And we're making total podcast island again. God this damn it. Is, I was gonna say this is Bed Bath and Bionicle again. <laughs> what's your other suggestion from Sarah McClintock? Uh, my my good friend Sarah has said uh, sent us a retweet that just says Goo Master. 
<laughs> goo master goo master you like goo you know i don't like it in like when you know how people post like videos of like a, a clean can of goo and then like sticking a finger in it and it makes like a sound uh-huh I hate that. It gives me agita. It gives me honest to God stress, and I've had to mute those words and things that go with those accounts. Okay. Like, it is the opposite of effect that it has on my friends who like them. And, you know, God bless all of you, everyone. But it it's just. Like anti ASMR. It is literally anti. It's like, I feel like my fucking shoulders tense up. And, like, it's like, as, it, as a kid, I would like. This is a weird example. Trying to thread a needle gives me so much stress that, like, I stop breathing. Like, okay. <laughs> and, like, that is what those videos do to me. <laughs> so, but that being said, slime and goo as a concept, I like it. Okay. See, I, I anti, anti goo. Uh-uh. Anti goo. I don't need slime. I don't need goo. I don't need goop. I don't need uh, sludge. I don't mm-hmm. need, uh, I don't need any of it. Grime. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And is this now? Is this the reason you would try to master it? Is so you could keep it at bay? Yeah, I feel like if I was starting a Goo Master podcast, it would be because I'm here to stop Goo from taking over, and like mm-hmm. we got to keep it contained somehow. And so every week you talk with somebody who is in the Goo field, and then you try to find a way to shut them down and defeat them. I guess I'm not sure where the podcast is here. Yeah, well, Except we it's, tried. An, it's an interview show where I yell at people. Doesn't really seem like a great podcast. <laughs> Andrew, what do you have? Do you have a better idea? Ancient Chaos writes in and says an investigative journalism podcast where we investigate the actual cults behind cult classics. Oh, so like, we Riley, like, I don't know if you know this. But we here at Pacific Northwest know that there is a group dedicated to enjoying bad movies. And we'll find out more about that group after these quick messages. Uh When I'm hunting down cults that love bad movies, you know what I like to do? I like to sit down on my sleep number bed and open up a wonderful box of Blue Apron. All right, back to you, Alex. Alex? Hey, uh, so I was, uh, you ever see, hey, Riley, I got a question for you. You ever see a bad movie? What's a bad movie? Is that like a podcast for your eyes? Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's just like that. Um, so there's, there's bad movies that everyone hates. Like, uh, you got the Phantom Menace, you've got, Mm -hmm. uh, the Ghostbusters remake. Um, but I got to tell you about something weird. Mm -hmm. There are bad movies that people like. Why then the music cue is going to go on. Movie. We're going to get like kind of sinister. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just bought a uh, 400 tracks from Humble Bundle of uh, open source music. So perfect. <laughs> um, uh, I got an. I got one here. Uh, this one is from Timothy OnlyFans, who says okay. two hosts judge the quality of an anime based on its fandom wikia page. Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's each pull one up. I guess I'm watching this, so I will go here. All right, Andrew. Uh huh. I've got here 
the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki. Okay. A, not called Doolapedia. Lost a star there. Lost a star. B, it's... What, you, you open up and it's just... It's a. It's also like a message board, it looks like, because it is a community. That's great for you, but I'm looking for a wiki here. Uh, hold on. Are you on a wiki page, or are you on the fandom page? Is fandom.wiki not... Oh, okay, says, you're there, you're there. I see the link you posted in the chat. You're there. It says Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki. It's just, this is not, this is not doing what I need it to do from a wiki page. It has a search, but it's too much about, like... All this other stuff. Oh, wait. Andrew, sorry, I'm now looking here. I, I, I docked it two stars, but if I click this, I go Yu-Gi-Oh! Booster Pack, Deck Structures, and then like the trading card game, the latest ban list. Then it goes Game Turns, Turn, which then drops down into the Draw Phase, Standby Phase, Main Phase. Then it talks about the field and different summons and special summons and effects and different drop-down menus. And then it gets the anime. This is actually a very thorough wiki that covers both the uh the shows and the game in extensive detail hmm so i'm here on the fire force wiki <laughs> uh-huh i've been clicking around a couple different pages none of them say that it's bad <laughs> 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 they never disclaim it anywhere. They don't disclaim it anywhere. No, it. Uh, they've got on on the home page. It says that the wiki contains spoilers. It says read at your own risk, but I don't think that that like. I think that's about spoilers. I don't think that it's just a general thing for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a list of eight characters, but that's. I, I don't see anything in here that that tells me that this is a, a, a bad series or anything. Oh, hold on. Uh, Fire Force oh. Wiki policies, deletion uh, policy, forum policy. None of check, these check, are about. Check Google. Look up the words critical reception on that page. Okay. Search Fire Force Wiki. Critical reception. Uh, this pulled up an episode called Firebugs. Um <laughs> Shinra has discovered that someone's using a bug to turn people into infernals. He's narrowed the suspects down to two, and now he must figure out which one's the real culprit. Can he find out who's a friend and who's a foe without first getting caught himself? And then, I will say there is a surprising amount of blank space in the middle of this page. <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling, and there's just nothing here. It's just empty. I'm I'm this isn't a bit. I'm I'm gonna send you a screenshot, Riley. <laughs> it's just a blank page in the middle of the wiki. Wow. And then it goes down to chapter 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. So they just I don't want you to con- I don't want you to open up the rest of this and dig through. I don't want you to look at every other page of this wiki. But what if this was it? What if you clicked on a thing and it had a title and then it was a blank page? This is it's just like this is all you need to know about Fire Force. Yeah, it it, it was it was like the it doesn't have a warning sign cuz this isn't a this isn't a uh, a disclaimer. This isn't like a a warning. This is a trap, Andrew. You're supposed to keep scrolling forever. 
you'll never leave your computer. It's containing Fire Force fans. Oh, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Huh. Now there's an idea. Um, Andrew, I have uh, here a suggestion from mm-hmm. me. And it kind of goes off your Fortnite suggestion. But instead, I want to talk to you about Destiny lore. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a, uh, what do you know about Destiny? As little as possible. Okay. So, there are these things called exos. People have uploaded their brains to a robot. Do you follow? I follow. It's my dream. The guy who, who started, do, who, like, made that, his name is Clovis Bray. Hi, he is an asshole. Genuinely a terrible person. Very, very bad, no good, bad guy. He's an he's just the dirt worst. Um he uh, has uh four kids. Um one of them's one of them two the two we need to know are Elise Bray and Anna Bray. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 pulling you back, pulling you back. Hold on, because I <laughs> I think <laughs> I listened to you talk about Fortnite for so long. <laughs> Hi ho. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Sorry. No, I've cut the music. Okay, I've cut the music. Colton writes in, Splat t- Splatoon Splatfest, but for podcasts. There's Team Andrew advocating for one thing and Team Riley advocating for another thing, and the audience votes. So, like, cats versus dogs? Favorite lunch meats? This is just discourse. This is discourse, but this is now we've, we've, we are the, the, I like I like the disc like discourse. Yes, fine, I get that. But in the team format, in the points format, this is audience interaction, baby. This is right. great, Andrew. What's what's our first? What's our first? Uh, a- 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 Podfest. <laughs> so so we come in for an episode and we we just lay out our points and say here's what we're debating today. Um, mm-hmm. And then I say, I prefer cats. And you say, I prefer dogs. And then we argue about it. And then our audience votes on which one wins. And then the next episode, we tally up a point and then go on with our next thing of, I think candy corn is garbage. And you think candy corn is good? Yes, but I think we're like, I think in the next episode, like the next episode, it's not like we tally it up and go, whoopsie doopsie, there it is. I think we like talk about what the audience said, the points the audience brought up, and as we're tallying the voice votes, that way we have like 10 minutes of kind of recap of last week and the uh, the votes and the audience participation to make the audience feel loved and like they're being listened to. And then in the next 15, 20 minutes, we start breaking down our next idea. So I think I think it's a good podcast. How many episodes do we go before we just accidentally turn into debate me, bros? Well, here's the thing. We're not doing it after anything important. We're not doing anything large scale, Andrew. At first. We're, we're, we're simply saying brooms or vacuums. We're, si- we're simply saying boots vacuums. or sandals. Is that even a question? I mean... One works, the other one doesn't. No, a broom works and can do a... Like, I, do you I want a half ass you. your clean or do you want a whole ass your clean? 
I agree with you that vacuums are essential, but like if you spill, if I dry, if I accidentally spill some some coffee on the ground, I'm not going to break out the whole vacuum. I'm just yeah, going to get a broom, a, scoop it up. A broom either. You're going to get a fucking paper towel. No, sorry, coffee beans, coffee dust. Oh, you know what I mean. Like I'm not going to get out the vacuum for that. I'm just going to quick broom. A broom is the thing you go for first in like an emergency. A vacuum is never there in an emergency. It's there for the normal routine maintenance. It is if you've got just one of those little little little, little ones. Like you can get a little, you can get a little broom too. So, I listen. I'm not trying to not deny the value of a vacuum. I'm just here to to present you with with this idea. You know what I mean? I worry that this is the podcast that tears us apart. Yes, but it'd be good to listen to. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! The podcast is over. 